want apple juice. Lucas wants apple juice. I know, I heard him can say I that. Can I have apple juice? Yeah, you can have apple juice. Can I have soda? Yes, you can have soda. Can I press that button? No, you can't press that button. Why? Because that's going to play the theme song. I'm not ready to Click. start the pot. What is up, guys? James Gutman here on High Pot. I'm Dad. Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. Every Friday, everywhere. Thank you so much for taking the time to check it out. Thank you for all your support. Hi, Blog. I'm Dad. All the great things that we do here. I'm glad to have you back. I appreciate you guys checking it out. So thank you. It is crazy. It is September. My kids are back at school. I am back home. I don't know if you guys noticed. Last week, I was actually away uh, in Vegas. Las Vegas always makes me think of Perfect Strangers, the episode of Perfect Strangers where Balky and Larry could either win a trip to Las Vegas or a refrigerator. Larry wanted the refrigerator because, you know, he's like the Bert of the Bert and Ernie pair and Balky wanted to go to Vegas. I always remember that. So I went to Vegas. It was fantastic. Um, I don't know if you guys know, I'm also the editor of OnTheStrip.com. It is a travel site to Las Vegas. Great team. Great people. I went out there and uh, and yeah, we had a great kind of business thing and some social stuff. It was good. It was good to unwind. It was good to get away. But I also wanted to make sure that the blog and the podcast all ran smoothly. Everything was up. Everything went as it went, even without me here. So I appreciate that. And I, I thank you guys too for all the positive feedback I get on a lot of the stuff that we do. Uh, as you know, I think when it comes to social media, it's primarily Facebook with Instagram behind it. And a lot of the Facebook comments have always been fantastic. Uh, you could follow me personally on social media at hi james gutman that's twitter that's instagram that's facebook um but when it comes to hi blog i'm dad we have our own page right there on facebook as well so thank you to all of you guys who are fans there fantastic but i got back from vegas went out with my kids i wrote about one of those trips on wednesday about my son falling asleep at dinner as he's off to do and not wanting to get up at the end, which is something else that he's started to do where he doesn't want to move and looks at you like, what are you going to do? And it's kind of hard to figure out what to do because as we call him, or as I call him, little round mound of sound, he is a, <laughs> it's like a, like a bag of kid, right? He's like this, this melting mound of boy. He just goes boneless. And next thing you know, you're kind of, it's almost like pulling a, like a pile of jello out of uh out of an inclined plane. And he knows. He knows this. So he tries to do this. We tried to do that at dinner. I had to physically almost slide him out and stand him up. And I do it in ways, and I was kind of hesitant to write this on the blog because sometimes it kind of loses something in the writing. I'm not violently grabbing him by the back of the head and be like, you get the hell up. No, but what I'll do is I'll take his legs and I slide him out. And he goes with it like a ride. You know, he's like, all right, let's see what this guy's gonna do. And I do, and I pull him out and I stand him up. And he's always like, mm, at the end, because <laughs> you that annoyed whine. I'm like, you're done, go. Uh, but it's important. And I also had another situation, again, I wrote about in the blog, where he tried to push past me, which was shocking, kind of shoved me out of the way. And to give you an idea of the parent and the kid kind of dynamic, I literally took two fingers, like a peace sign, and I put them against the middle of his chest, and I pushed him against the wall with two fingers. And I stood him there, and I go, look at me. Look at me. No, we don't do that. And he's like, oh, my God. I could tell from his face, like, 
I better not mess with this guy. And he didn't. And he was good. But he's done this before where he tries to not get out of a car. And he tries to not, you know, interact um, when you want him to do something. Let's go take a bath. And it's almost like you're not there. But he knows you're there. He'll stare at you. Kind of make that face. But one of the things about the car thing is the car is pretty much the primary place where this happens is in the car where he won't want to get out for school in the morning. He just kind of lays there, pushes his body against the, the back seat of the car. It's very frustrating. Uh, and it's one of the reasons why we have a handicap placard for the car, something that for years I didn't do. It wasn't until he was older that I went to town hall and I set it up and I got it. And I only use it when I'm with him. I was very apprehensive about this because I remember somebody bringing up a handicapped sticker for the car. And I was thinking, I'm, like, this is, I'm not going to do that. This is for handicapped people. And it's so funny because I guess we don't, I don't refer to him as handicapped. I don't think of him as handicapped. So I don't think of myself as deserving a handicapped placard for when I'm with him. But I remember one day he was like half asleep and I'm literally half carrying him to the car and he's gigantic. And I'm thinking, oh, this is why I need a handicap placard. So I got one. So we use it when I'm with him. I never use it when I don't have him. That's one of the main rules. There's been times where you can do it. I don't do it. Don't like to do it. Wouldn't do it. Uh, do it with him. And even then, like if he's up and he's able to walk and able to move, we don't use it then either. Sometimes we forget that we even have it, but we need it. And that's why I'll tell you guys a story. This happened. This is a real story. I went on Twitter. I talked about it too. I don't usually plug Twitter. I don't use Twitter that much. Um, but I had gone to a convenience store, a pharmacy. I'm not going to say which one it is because, um, when I did tweet about it, if you go to my Twitter, you could see it at hi, James Gutman. How's that for a tease? If you go there, you could see they actually responded to me. I was able to write to them, tell them about what happened. So I do appreciate that. So I don't want to uh, put them on blast as the kids, I guess, used to say 20 years ago. I don't know. So what happened was I go to this pharmacy and as I'm walking in, there is the handicap spot out front. And I live in a very um, kind of red town. You know, it's, it's very right wing. And what's surprising is that most people think I'm from New York. New York is a blue state. It is in certain areas, but for the most part, from what I've noticed outside of the city and things like that, it's a very red meat conservative beliefs. Now, here's the thing, and this is why I'm always so hesitant to talk about these things sometimes, because we've gotten to a point where politics are so prevalent that it's hard to talk about a situation that involves politics without making it seem political. And I'm going to differentiate as we go on this. As I'm walking in, there's the handicap spot, and there is a sign on uh, you know, above the handicap spot, you know, handicap, and they have a little the icon, you know, handicap parking. And someone had placed a sticker over the handicapped parking sign that said, let's go, Brandon. And you guys know what that means. That's the whole anti-Joe Biden uh, slogan. We see it a lot around this town. People put stickers on, you know, gas pumps and all this other stuff. Again, annoyed, whatever, graffiti, don't love it. Just looking at it. But here's what got me. Someone had taken a sticker of Joe Biden's face and had put it over the face of the handicapped icon, you know, for the space. You know, they have the little handicapped guy with the with the wheelchair. It's a stick figure. And they put Joe Biden's face on it. It was like Joe Biden making a face. And I instantly became like irate. I got really mad. And I'm like, I started trying to peel it off and I couldn't peel it off. And I punched the thing, which I don't normally do. And here's, let me explain it. It didn't matter that it was Joe Biden could have been Donald Trump. And this is something that I eventually said when I went inside. It's not about loving a particular politician, because I don't love any politicians. 
It's about people who don't like this particular politician using handicapped as a synonym for stupid. That bothered me. You don't think he's handicapped. You don't like him as a politician. So what the hell? What if I had to park in this spot? I got my kid in the back seat of the car. He's the reason I have this placard. My son is handicapped. And as I park, I have to look and see them being like, oh, you're handicapped. You know, Joe Biden's like your son. All stupid. Like, who needs, frankly, that shit on the way to go into a pharmacy? So I go in and I'm kicking this around in my head. And I've, I've dealt with this before, too, where a few years ago I had met um, a woman. I'm trying to remember where I met this woman. I think she was my ex-wife's cousin from California. It was something. But she had we talked about, you know, my son was just diagnosed. And she said that she knew somebody who used the R word, as she referred to it. And I hate to even say it like that, but I don't want to say the word either way. You know what I mean? But a particular word that is offensive and how, you know, her nephew is, you know, handicapped and she takes offense to it. So she asked the person not to use it. And that stuck with me where I try to remember, okay, you know what? If I don't want to hear it, I can ask somebody not to use it. And I've had issues. I was on, I was on uh, social media and my old fraternity, some jackass used it in a meme and I asked them not to use it. And apparently it was a big ask because everyone's into free speech. Can we not use free words? You're an idiot. Yeah, you can use whatever words you want. I'm out. You know, like I don't have to interact with you. So I didn't interact with them. Um, but it's hard. Some people get offended. They don't like you to, to tell them. They don't like you to stand up for it. So because of that, and because of that pushback that you get from these random morons, sometimes when you face a situation like this, you don't even want to address it. You're like, I'm annoyed. I'm angry. But you know what? Do I need this aggravation? And I was getting ready to go to Vegas literally within, I think, later on that day or the next day. I forgot what day it was. So I had a lot on my mind already, and I'm like, do I want to deal with this? Do I want to? And I'm going inside, and I'm walking around, and I'm just thinking, oh, I'm getting more and more annoyed. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to say something. Now, there is a cashier at this particular pharmacy who I thought was like the manager because she doesn't shut up. She talks to everybody. Like, you cannot get a pack of gum without having to hear about, like, how, you know, when she was a girl, she used to chew gum, and this gum is, is made in Guam, and isn't it funny that Guam and gum are almost the same word? Like, all this crap. You just deal with this crazy woman so i went to her and i was like listen i don't know um i don't know if you're the manager or not i'm like um she's like no i'm not the manager but you know i can get somebody if you want to. i'm like yeah you know what there's a somebody put a sticker over the handicap spot outside about joe biden kind of making fun of handicapped people and like uh you know they put his face on the handicap thing and she laughed she's like <laughs> and now i go stone face and i'm like looking at her and she goes um so, you know, it's funny. Last week I was having a cigarette outside and somebody put a cannabis sticker on the ashtray. It's like, that's not what it's for. It's not for that. It's not for a cannabis. And I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. She's like, well, that wouldn't be us. That would be you know, sanitation. I'm like, no, that would be you. And I'm like, and here's the thing, too. I'm glad that I didn't explode in that moment because everything inside me was like, go buck on this woman. But I didn't. And it wasn't until later that I realized that she thought that I was just simply saying somebody put an anti-Joe Biden sticker outside that said he was handicapped. She didn't realize I meant on the actual handicapped parking spot. So I was like, well, I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, because I'm not going to shop at the store anymore if it doesn't come down off that thing. I'm not going to walk in to a place that's making fun of my son. And she's like, okay, okay, I'll call the manager. This woman has a, has a special needs child too, right? So this manager comes over and I told her what I'm telling you guys. I said, look, I said, I'm not going to shop here anymore if you guys are going to allow there to be a sticker in your parking lot on your property mocking handicapped people who shop at your store. I'm like, what if I had to park in that spot? I'm like, you should take that down. And then I said to her the same thing I said earlier, which is that handicapped is not a synonym for stupid. Handicapped is my child. And I refuse 
to be at a place that does that. And the woman apologized. And as I drove away, I saw her come outside and start to scrape it off herself. Uh, tweeted it. The pharmacy wrote to me. It's a, it's a national chain. I replied to them. It wasn't a major thing. It wasn't the kind of thing where like I witnessed somebody getting hurt or anything like that. It was, But it was a problem. And I felt that people took it seriously once I took it seriously. But nobody would have taken it seriously if I didn't do something about it. It would have just continued. And it would have just been the way it is. And a moment like that for a parent like me is not fully what you think it is. It isn't just simply being mad, how dare you make fun of my son, but it also produces this feeling of, I don't want to say depression, I think that's a little bit extreme, but a definite sadness that this is the world I got to send my kid into. I wrote about this last week, sending my, you know, trusting the world uh, with my son when I don't fully trust the world. And that's what this was. This was one of those moments where, and people don't seem to get it, and the same, like the same jackass on, on the Facebook group and all these other people. I'm not so upset that some random idiot is using offensive language or saying offensive things. I don't feel bad. I don't care if he's woke or not woke or whatever. It makes me sad that I got to send my, both my children, to be honest with you, both my daughter who's neurotypical and my son who's nonverbal, into a world filled with assholes like that. And that bothers me. Somebody who would show up to a parking lot and deface a handicap sign for their own political beliefs, not even thinking that handicapped people park in that spot. Like, I don't know. But that's why it was important. And I think it's important for all of us to kind of stand up. Don't be overly sensitive. You know what I mean? If you confront somebody, right? Like if I confronted somebody like on Facebook and said, listen, I really don't like that word used in this group. You know, we're all supposed to be in a fraternity together or whatever the hell this nonsense is. Like, please don't use it. And they were like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to do that. And I didn't let it go. That's on me. But if they turn around and they're like, well, we can't just say what we want. Like, then you know what, man, stick it up your butt. I don't really care. I don't need to deal with it. But at the end of the day, I have to express that to people because if they think that they can get away with it, then they're going to do it all the time. And here's the last thing I want to say before we close out here today, because this is important. And this is something I've always thought about to anybody out there who laments over cancel culture. Well, cancel culture is kind of a different thing, but anybody who laments over political correctness, that's a better way to put it. Because you hear that all the time from people. Oh, what? We can't say anything anymore. Everyone's so offended. Everyone's so upset. In the 80s and 90s, we just said whatever we wanted. We just ran around and we just made jokes about race and all this stuff. No, we didn't. You want to know why we didn't? Because anybody who told you an off-color joke in the 80s or 90s always looked around the room first. They'd be like, hey, you want to hear a joke? And they look behind you, look around there. How do these two black guys walk? And you're like, dude, what are you doing? Or my personal favorite, hey, you want to hear a joke? Yo, 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 you, you ain't Polish, right? You're like, hmm, where's this going? My favorite question is when somebody comes up to me and like, are you Jewish? And I'm like, we're going to follow this up with some really good foot-in-the-mouth garbage from you. But that's always been the way. It was never... They make it seem like in the 80s and 90s, you could just walk into the street and just be like, who wants to hear a joke about Polish people? Nobody did that. Nobody did that because the fear was that people who would be offended by the joke would hear you, right? Nowadays, it seems like everyone's politically correct because you're on the internet and any joke you make is heard by the world as opposed to all the people at the bar, which is the way it used to be. So no, the world, maybe some people are a little more sensitive, some people aren't, but for the most part... If you are standing behind something, you have every right to voice your frustration. I did that. 
with this pharmacy. I did it. I stood up for my son. Being an advocate is about doing it sometimes when it's not convenient, when you don't feel great about it, when you worry that it's just going to cause you aggravation. If you're worried that it's going to cause you aggravation, then you shouldn't be an advocate. Then you should just kind of go with the flow. I want my son and I want my daughter to grow up in a world where people are accepting and uh, aware and appreciative. And whatever part I can do to make sure that happens, I will do my part to make sure that happens. Um, And that's it. That's what I do. And that does it for me. Until next week, guys, this is James Gutman saying, be well. Bye, Pod. I'm Dad.